Hello, welcome to the World Cafe Podcast. This podcast has been designed with curated content that centers on the power of words. Can we really do anything without speaking? Can we really do anything without the agency of words? Yes, that is what this podcast is all about. And I am your host, Amakri Isobwe, your neighborhood word trader. I believe in the power of words, for it is the unit of creation. I trade in words to profit my world. Ah, <laughs> beautiful moment. Hi, how are you all doing? Yes, 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 we're back. Always a wonderful privilege knowing that you are there. Okay, it's been an amazing, amazing time. You know, the month of January has a lot. Has a lot. It begins with us screaming Happy New Year and wishing each and every one of us, as in each other, the best of the year. Yeah. Then it begins, or rather, it snowballs into the Martin Luther King Day. Yep. And we all celebrated. And, you know, it goes on like that. Beautiful. So, we're back. (laughs) Yes. This period, I'll do more of sharing more of my thoughts within this space. The World Cafe... I call it my safe space. Each time I come within this space, I come alive and I'm excited about it too. So what are we going to be doing today? It has been with me, yep, for a while. A while. I I, I call it the inheritance. A thought that has been with me for a while. I've been processing it, asking questions, internal questions, you know, and whoever cares to listen, sometimes I bring up some, you know, little talks about it, sit around with my wife and I, you know, talk about it. So before we go into the talk proper, I'm going to do some, yes, as usual, definitions today. So it's going to be I'll do some definitions, share some, you know, back-end stories. Then we're going to, like, land with one story. A man, you know, who lived and came up with so many changes for the nation. That's Nigeria. So I'm going to start with definitions. Yes, like... I love it when I define words, try to understand it so that its meaning comes alive. Inheritance. And I'm going to take you back. Yes. Because when you hear the word inheritance, for for, for most of us, what comes to our mind is uh, something like a father, a mother living behind, maybe a property, you know, a fat bank account or something. 
But there's more to it. There's more to inheritance. So, inheritance simply to make someone an heir. Yeah, essence now that is obsolete from old French. Make heir attribute the right of inheritance to a point as heir. You know, sense of receive an inheritance. Just what I mentioned earlier. Get by succession as representative of a former possessor. But where I want to zero in is in is on that word, an heir, because the word inheritance stems from an heir, and the word heir, when you look at it properly, has everything to do about our genetic constitution, what we call in primary biology or should I say secondary biology, our DNA. You know, when you look at the human, when you look at human beings, what makes us unique, different, special, if I must say, is the DNA. But I've come to look at man as a three-dimensional being. Yes, he's a spirit, has a soul, and dwells in a body, a three-dimensional being. And these three dimensions operate in such a way that they are governed by certain principles. And somehow, the spiritual that is the real man more or less influences every other thing. So, when you look at the word DNA... Simply put, the the genetic makeup or construction, what makes you, you, as a human being. And from there, when you procreate, when you have children, you more or less pass your genetic makeup. You pass your, permit me to use the word, the air within you to subsequent generations and for me I come to look at that whatever we see manifested in the physical be it the biological world the chemical world or physiological world as the case may be in my opinion it exists in the realm of the spirit as in so the human mind tries to interpret it. So when you look at the DNA, the um, deoxyribonucleic acids, that's the meaning of DNA, the genetic makeup, there is something that points to the spirituality of man. Because when you look at every human being in terms of your your lineage, your children, what I mean, people that come from you, there is this connection, this resemblance, and it ties everybody together. So more or less, it's like a father, what he leaves behind for his children or his, his offspring is an inheritance, his DNA. Like I said, I've been thinking about this, brooding about that. 
What do we really leave behind for our children, for those who depend on on us, or for those who, I mean, their existence stems from ours? What do we really leave for them? Is it money? Is it property? Is it stocks, bonds, material things? What do we really leave for them? For, for me, what we leave for them is more than the material things. Rather, what we leave for them, that inheritance that we leave for them, it is the legacy. It is the, what I say, covenants we have come to build in terms of our spiritual essence and these things are imprinted within our DNA and somehow we transmit it you know there's a scripture that tells me that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children now in course of processing this thought, I, I sat under a teaching, yep, privilege, by Pastor Ojo Yemade. Yes, in one of his, you know, visits to my church, and he said something, and I was like, "Yes, that's it." He said, "If you look at the life of the patriarch, they never left money for their children. They only left." The inheritance they left for them is like a good name, a relationship, a culture, a life that they lived. That the children, when I say a testimony more or less, so they passed that to their children, not necessarily... Stay with us. We'll be right back. Do you ever wish you could sit in on a conversation with some of your favorite authors and listen to them talk about their writing process, their path to publication, and of course, their newest novels? Hi, I'm Marissa Meyer, best-selling author of The Lunar Chronicles, and I would love for you to check out the Happy Writer podcast, where every week I talk with other writers about books, craft, inspiration, and how to bring a little more joy into our lives. The Happy Writer is available wherever you get your podcasts or find us on Instagram at Happy Writer Podcast. Money, material things, rather that relationship they have created with their maker, the relationship they have created with God that they have with God, which is now imprinted upon their DNA like it is written in their very core that they are breathing everything about them reveals this and that is what they pass on to their children that is what they give as an inheritance you know when he said that I said that's it because if you look at the life of the wealthy the super rich as we we, we may want to call them, what do they really leave? Is it the material things? I don't think so. Is it the money? I don't think so. They leave 
an inheritance for their children what I would describe as the true inheritance they leave to them power just like what the scripture says he gives power to make wealth so it is not wealth it is not money they leave they leave behind power the authority and this authority stems from their knowledge and this knowledge is imprinted within their dna so it's like it is a propagation and it goes from one generation to the other you know just like you seeing mama praying daddy praying and each time they pray answers come each time they pray problems are solved and it's like the children now see this is how to go through life this is how to win and that's it yes that's it if you look at the life of the patriarchs from the from the bible from scriptures you come to see that they just lay their hands on their children and transmit the inheritance that covenant that relationship that understanding that would i call it secret to life that is imprinted in them <laughs> i hope you're following it's amazing now in course of my research thinking on this i came upon a story of someone you know he's famously known as the wizard of christian hall yes his name was sahabat macaulay and i've always wondered why they called him the wizard of christian hall follow my thoughts it has always fascinated me why was he called that and i started doing some digging research querying and i came up on the story yes this story was written as in by the guardian habat macaulay the life of the wizard of Christian Hall and I'm going to read you know go through it it's not that lengthy but we're going to go through it and I will pick out something with respect to inheritance so follow me history will always be kind to Olainka Habat Samuel Helas Badmus Macaulay Habat Macaulay forged the core of the history of Lagos and what would later become Nigeria with his own hands and wits a man politically political scientist and a historian described as a professional politician he was possibly one of the most controversial and iconic figures in Nigeria's political history he didn't just know how to play the game that he wrote the rules of the game with his unconventional ways and methods that earned him enemies and allies all at the same time macaulay was one of one stylish flamboyant and charming individual who came to i mean who came to become the core point connector of lagos politics from 18 
1946. He wears like the biblical Joseph with his coat of many colors. H.M., as he was fondly called, was a man's man in so many ways. <laughs> An accomplished civil engineer, surveyor, architect, violinist, herbalist, musician, journalist, diplomat, nationalist, and politician. He was also the founder of Nigeria's first political party. Nigerian National Democratic Party, the defender of native rights and liberties, and the first Nigerian to own a car. Follow my thoughts now. Born in Lagos on November 14, 1864, to Sierra Leone Creole parents, he was the grandson. Now hear this. He was a grandson of Bishop Samuel. Ajayi Crowther, the founder of the first secondary school in Nigeria, the CMS Grammar School. His father was a strict disciplinarian who ruled his house like a military setup. With his firm hand, the young, timid Macaulay was forged in fire and would alter the landscape of politics in Nigeria forever. We're going to break a little here. I'll, I'll say continue reading. But now, get this. He was the grandson of Bishop Ajayi Crowther from history within the Nigerian space. We know that Christianity, the religion Christianity within Nigeria, came through the works of Bishop Ajayi Crowther. And in my thinking, Bishop Ajayi Crowther caught a covenant with Jehovah. Follow my thoughts now. He, he, he served God with his whole being, with his whole heart. And in course of that, within his DNA was imprinted excellence, greatness already existed in him, but imprinted the breath of God upon him. And somehow, his grandson, we would say three generations later or two generations later, Sir Herbert Macaulay started exhibiting. You can see all what I mean, I just read there. A surveyor, an engineer, call it. How did he come about this? In my thinking, he was reaping or receiving the inheritance of his grandfather his grandfather has bequeathed this to him now let's read some more upon the completion of his secondary school ah he was sent to england to study surveying civil engineering and, and piano piano tuning by the then colonial government in Lagos as an appreciative gesture of his grandfather's legacy. He excelled extremely at everything that he did. And as a student in England, Macaulay, a brilliant chess player, represented the West of England in a tournament against Ireland. He even got a certificate in music from Trinity College, London, and a certificate in violin playing from music 
International College London. The young and dynamic Macaulay returned to Lagos in 1893 and landed a job shortly after. He gained quickly, I mean, popularity among the Lagos traditional circle because of his knowledge of Lagos lands and history. Revered for his wisdom, his advice was sought was sorted at every step. He, I mean, his calculated moves around Lagos Island earned him the nickname Ejoni Boro. Excuse my Yoruba interpreted as a snake in the town, a name that stuck with him till death. Now, there's a part I want to pick out why he was called the wizard of Christian Hall why he was called the wizard of Christian Hall he was exceptionally brilliant his involvement in Lagos politics revealed how much of a brilliant strategist and maverick how about Macaulay words he was known as the wizard of Christian Hall because of his ability to obtain classified information which he used against his adversaries so that his house was called Christian Hall. Now, he was called that because of his brilliance and his ways of getting information and all that. But this is where I'm going. The embodiment of Herbert Macaulay and everything he did as a state man, undeniably can be traced back to his grandfather's activity as a man of faith and somehow the inheritance of, yes, Bishop Ajayi Crowder was bequeathed to him. Now, one will ask so when he left, what happened? Well, this is my thinking, my theory. The movement, the Christian movement within Nigeria till tomorrow, I mean, I stand to be corrected, but this is my opinion, is still being carried by the Yoruba tribe within Nigeria. Yes, that's the truth. I stand to be corrected. So, Bishop Ajayi Crowder is from that part. So, the inheritance is still speaking. So what are we leaving for the next generation? Are we going to leave piles of money? Are we going to leave material things? Are we going to leave our empty lands? What are we going to leave? Remember, we are spirits. We dwell in a body and we have a soul. And our spiritual essence drives everything around us, everything about us, everything in the world. And if we harness it, it is like building ourselves spiritually and creating that wealth that cannot be destroyed. And we pass it to our unborn generation. Hope I'm not spooking you now. <laughs> and this is how it came to me. And I just felt like 
sharing it. Mm. As you work into the year and beyond, what are you going to leave for your children and your children's children? All right, then. You know how we do it on the show. <laughs> this is the space where we come in to lean on one another's experience and forge a positive path. Well, I have to go now until I come your way again. Go ahead, build a great legacy and inheritance that your children's children might benefit from it. Till I come your way again, bye for now. Awesome time it has been with you on the World Cafe podcast today. Thank you for being there. You can catch me up on my social media handles, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all at Amakri Isoboye. Also, you can get copies of my books, A Cocktail of Words, The Color of Words, and my HR Notebook on Amazon and on Robin Heights Online Bookstores. You can also subscribe to my YouTube page at the same address. Yes, till we see you again. Bye for now.